welcome internet people dying for our opinions on these great things that we discuss to the Megavision Sideshow, the companion to the companion podcast of Megavisions Magazine, where we stray away from gaming news and what we've been playing to talk about just one movie, TV show, maybe a single gamer genre. With me today is an assortment of skilled professionals. That's right, it's Sketchcraft and Corey. How we doing, Doom Troopers? What's up, guys? Who are... Uh... <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. uh... <laughs> I'm here. Permission I'm... permission to be relieved of duty from this whole fucking uh are are you uh what was his name? Portman or Port or whatever his name is? He's just like, How the hell are we gonna get out of here now? That's sketch. <laughs> yeah, Portman. Um and uh and Chris will be joining us shortly. Uh but yeah. As you might have guessed, we watched the 2005 movie Doom, the based on the game. Um, I guess I'll give the uh, the summary here, even though anyone listening to this probably has an idea. But space marines are sent to investigate a strange event at a research facility on Mars, but find themselves at the mercy of genetically enhanced killing machines. Uh, this was I. There's no way I'm going to say this guy's name right, but it was directed by Andres Bartkoviak. Um, he was also the cinematographer for the first Speed movie and directed Romeo Must Die. Uh, this movie, it had uh, an estimated budget of $60 million. Overall, with the cumulative worldwide gross, had $58 million, so it did not even break even. Um, but it starred Dwayne The Rock Johnson. This was before he was even going by Dwayne Johnson. He was still just The Rock. Um, we all know him. It also starred Carl Urban, uh, known maybe best right now for um, his uh, role as Dr. McCoy in the Star Trek reboots. Uh, he was also it starred in the Judge Dredd remake and is now starring in the comic-adapted uh, TV show The Boys. And then... Um, Last maybe of note, I'm not sure you guys can add, because I'm not familiar with a lot of the cast besides the main three here, but uh, Rosamund Pike, she was the girl in Gone Girl. She was also in Dying Another Day and the Pride and Prejudice movie, which actually released the same year as this Doom movie. Um, she was also in uh, World's End with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Okay, that's the only one I haven't seen of that quote-unquote trilogy. Um, so that's cool, though. Uh, and then... Um, I don't know if this is worth mentioning, but when I was looking up the other actors, Richard Brake, who's in this, is apparently in an upcoming Tremors made-for-TV movie. <laughs> Yay! You, Yay. you that specifically because I was going to be on this podcast. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, last thing I'll say before we get into it is that this movie released around the time that Doom 3 did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see a lot of influences in this movie from that game if you've played it. It, it went for more of a darker trying to be a spooky survival horror kind of game more than just a first person shooter um but yeah uh do you guys want to we can go into the movie or what do you have to say about it before we get into it anything i'll just say that i when i went into looking or looking at this movie i did not have very high hopes for it at all i thought it was be going to be really really bad mm-hmm. uh but i up until about the third act uh, towards the end, I was like, this is a solid movie. Like, this is pretty good. They set things up that later down the road get explained. And, like, just, I mean, we'll, I'll, I'll chime in on parts when we're going through, like, the movie mm-hmm. itself. But it, it does well with what it's trying to do. Like, it, it's not a bad video game adaptation movie. 
it's not great. Like it's not gonna like like you said, it didn't even break even, which I didn't expect it. I didn't know what the budget was, and when you said sixty million, I was like, oh, 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 man. Yeah. But uh, I mean, even with the character of the Rock's character, it it does very good progression with him. Like I feel like it does very. In the beginning, he seems like he's very like heartfelt about his teammate or his soldiers and all that stuff. But then you kind of start seeing his descent into like the mission comes first now. Like we have to do the mission mm-hmm. and all that. But no, I had, it was really good. Did you guys watch the regular version or did you watch the unrated version? Bah, whatever was on stars. I don't know. The, the unrated version was like the almost two hour version. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Uh-huh. This one was I inadvertently got six for me. Mm-hmm. You, I inadvertently, I inadvertently got that two hour something version, and I was oh. like, "How fucking long is this fucking movie?" <laughs> yeah, like, like there were parts movie where was like, won't end, bro. Yeah, like it won't end. It's a long end. movie. Interesting for a video game movie. It's very long, especially for an actiony movie too. Um, so Corey, yes. was this your first time watching this? This is my very. I've always heard about it. Like I worked in a video game slash movie store when I was younger, right out of high school. And uh, I always saw this on the shelf, and I was just like, that's garbage. Like, I knew who The Rock was, and, like, I didn't know who Carl Urban was. I didn't really know who Carl Urban was until I watched uh, Dread. And I was like, who is this guy? And I went back and looked. I was like, oh, this guy's really good. He's also in Thor Ragnarok and all that stuff, too. Mm. Uh, but, no, this was my first time watching it, and I wish I would have watched it earlier. I uh, It is a very long movie. Like I said, it has many faults, but I think it's it wasn't bad in my eyes. Even my wife, who was watching it, she goes, it's a little goofy, but it's not bad. Like I was, she looked at me. She goes, "Have you ever seen that Predator movie? Because that's what I'm getting from this movie is like super hmm. hard Predator vibes." I was like, "Oh yeah, hmm. oh yeah." Okay, sketch. Was this your first time watching this? Sadly, yeah, I've been able to dodge it. That's for the better part of 15 years. And <laughs> yep. Like every other fucking movie, I've been able to just be like, "Ha ha!" Escaped it. You know, it's it's trapped me. It's trapped me in a corner. Fool me once, bring it back. um so look like every other movie that tries to be a james cameron aliens film or a predator homage they never seem to actually watch the fucking movies um (laughs) beyond a that they're based off of or, or inspired by um beyond a very passive audience level like uh uh you mean watch it but not study it really well, like, just very basic things, like, um, I don't know, coverage, you know what I mean? Establishing shots, hmm. you know, clear maps to know where fucking shit is, so we yeah. have an idea of where they're going, what they're yep. supposed to do. Um, I don't know, fucking protagonists who grow and change or I give a shit about, you know what I mean? Like, perhaps, perhaps uh, the ability to actually see what the fuck's going on, too. Like, <laughs> like this movie, like... For a movie that came out after Resident Evil, it looks like it was the lightning. Looks like it came out of something pre Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Like there's the the, the, the sewer it, scene's pretty rough. The, the fucking whole movie's pretty rough, man. Like, <laughs> like, and I get look again. Like anything else, I'm gonna say worst movie I've ever seen. Not even in the same fucking box of chocolates as those films. Um, mm-hmm. But this is one of those like you. If it wasn't called Doom, you would think it would be called like. Some you know those movies that would come out like back at the video store that would look and sound almost just like Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean, but they weren't Pirates of the Caribbean. They yeah. just enough to trick you into thinking like transmorphers and stuff. Yeah, like you would be like, oh, this is uh, Predalien, Predalien. You know what yes. I mean? And yep. it would be... Alien Invader, but it's just <laughs> yep. like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. 
fooled yeah, grandma. And, and it so it tries to take that like John Carpenter assault on precinct thirteen. You got the band of guys stuck somewhere, which I love that premise. You know, the, the mm-hmm. thing assault on precinct thirteen. Yeah, it can work. Eventually, you get. But this lacks the, this lacks any sort of wit or human experience. There's no human experience in this film. There's not a fucking person that you can relate to or in any way, shape, I, or form. I like more that there really isn't. So in the beginning, I was like, oh, so between Carl Urban and what was her name? What's the actress's name? Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike. I thought when I first saw it, because they kind of allude like there's history between those two. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a romantic thing. And like, oh, my God, he's going to be like, I have to save her because she's my wife and all that, yeah, which weird. they still kind of do because surprise. I mean, it's their brother and sister, which that's still there's still a love there. It's not so much romantic, but it, uh, in a Doom movie, it's like, eh. But they tell, don't show. So if you go back to Aliens yeah. 2, which this is desperately trying to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got the opening sequence on the colony where you see the family, you see everyone working there, how busy it is, normal life, they get a call for a thing, and they go out, and then you cut to, to, to Ripley, and you get all the catch-up of what happened in the last movie, and then mm-hmm. eventually they get told, oh, that place has disappeared. You know, we got to go check it out. And she's like, wait, you put a colony where we fucking left the last time? Mm-hmm. Right? And so when you get there and everything's gone, you know shit went down. This doesn't have that best basic fucking, like, story. You don't even need the words to get what's going on. I don't know where these Marines, these are space Marines or normal Marines. I guess. You know, like, you just don't know. You don't know where they're stationed at. Like, and, and the prop design. So it's got two things, right? So you got the custom weapons prop designs. Which, you know, they're fine enough. I mean, whatever. It's doing all the different guns to homage. The oh, like thing. the code but, names and stuff like that. But then you got, like, normal world prop designs where, like, uh, I, is it Ice Cube? Or, I don't know. The, the rapper dude, fucking, the guy sitting around his, on his fucking bunk in the opening movie playing this game console. <laughs> that was <laughs> That's like, you know what I mean? It's like four times thicker than an Atari Lynx strapped with yeah. eight fucking double D batteries. You know, you're just like, what is going I I don't understand the world they live in, you know? Yeah. And then they take a helicopter to then take a portal. Like, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, yeah, that was on really a helicopter weird. to get that to a place weird. to take a portal. And then they're Marines, and every one of them has, like, crazy long hair and beards and shit. Yeah, you know what no I mean? Actual, like, you're like, yep. It, and I, I love when they get on the helicopter. Mm-hmm. I love when they get on the helicopter, and every one of them puts ammo in their weapons and locks and loads it and then takes a nap with a loaded weapon on their fucking <laughs> I'm like, what is this shit? <laughs> so like, uh, look, I'm not trying to blow through the film and you're much better at keeping track of all this than I am, Scotty. I'm just trying <laughs> to tell you, as prior military, as a person who enjoyed Doom, as just a fan of movies in general, like, this is just one of those, like, please, God, why do I like, why does Chris get to pick every film? You know what I mean? Because like, it's awesome. <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, before we get too far away from it, um, military-related stuff, I guess they are Marines. Like, you, when you play a Doom game, you're known as the Doom Marine, but throughout this thing, they keep calling each other soldier, which Marines never do, and just the Sir. lack of, yeah, I don't think anyone... If Hold on. If The Rock was in the Navy or the Army or the Air Force, and he has Semper Fi tattooed on his fucking back. <laughs> All Boy, they... is, we got a whole other movie on our hands. You know what that, I mean? <laughs> uh, that was, like, right in your face, too. Ugh. I was just like, so what do you huh? sure that you knew he was a serious Marine? 
I uh, guess yeah. so. And this Sometimes. is such it's and so babyface the rock too. Like even yeah, when my wife weird. saw it, she goes, He's so young in this movie and I'm like <laughs> Yeah, very much when he shows up for the first time and they do like enough of a shot to show him from the front with his ripped torso, I was like, Wow, he looks small and that's something you He's don't ripped. ever think to say yeah. about the rock. <laughs> Yeah, um, he hasn't uh, gotten like really big like that until probably the last maybe five years. Or it's so. whenever he got his his big tattoo. Is yeah, he yeah, hasn't always buff. been like super huge. It's since probably he started making like the Fast and Furious movies and stuff. He started mm-hmm. getting like just right. gigantic. He knew he was going to have to punch cars, so he had to work out more. Um, let me let me ask you this, Scotty. So this movie obviously has uh, practical effects and CG. Whoa. The CG. What what do you think of the practical effects? Um. I was going to bring that up when it goes to the first person mode, but that's when they go downhill <laughs> when they try to show them off. Like, cause it was almost borderline the first alien movie where the guy like gives spirit fingers like ta-da in the, uh, in the, the vent shaft or something. But the, the, the CG looks decent, but I think that's also why they kept the movie so dark is so that we couldn't see the flaws. But then when he's chasing dudes around in costumes and stuff, it looks goofy like you're at a laser tag birthday party. All right. Uh, I, I think the I think when you're looking, especially like the autopsy scene that they're doing of the one imp. Oh, you mean those? Yeah, okay. Those yeah, are yeah cool. that's what I mean is like just the actual look of like the practical effects. Like these, the, the, the monsters, when they're not CG, I thought the CG was terrible in this movie. Like mm-hmm. the CG is real bad. There's a part we'll get to it later, but there are parts where there's just like CG blood squirts. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, you could have easily done that practically, but I, I don't understand why you did that. But I thought when they did get close up on like the hell Knight and then like the imp, uh, not so much pinky because pinky, I believe is totally CG. I'm he not was, sure. I think he was all CGI. Yeah. I so. Uh, I thought the, I thought the practical effects, they were fine. I thought mm-hmm. those were all right, but it's not where the budget. I was, was just so. happy to actually see it in 2005 to see some practical effects that looked somewhat okay. I was like, "Holy crap, that's amazing!" Because that's when everyone and their mother was trying to just CG everything. Right, 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 right. So, uh, Chris, now that you're here, is this your first time seeing this, or it's yes, first time seeing it. Um, it's just I don't know. It's just always one of those that just never really interests me all that much, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. But. I, and I, I got to say, like, overall, I, it, it's better than I expected it to be. Because I was, like, looking at the ratings, it had, like, a 15% or something on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the same. Uh, I think it's better than that. Like, I actually watched it, and it was, in you know, like, for, if you take it for what it is, it's, I think, an enjoyable movie. Um, mm-hmm. It has its flaws for sure. It's, it's cheesy in aspects. Um, but... It's the rock doing the rock stuff, man. It's just like that's what you're gonna get when you watch a movie like this. The dialogue's not great. Yeah, and so like, not if, if you don't like the rock, not good <laughs> like that, then you're not going. You're probably not gonna like this movie. Sure, right. there's better rock movies than this one. Um, probably most of them are better than this one. Uh, How about the rundown, which came out before this? That's the one with Johnny Knoxville, right? And him? I didn't see that one. Or Sean William Scott. Yeah, Sean I think William Scott. Yeah, I the rundown's that. fucking awesome. I've heard good stuff, um, um, but it was that's more comic, comic like rock too, like and that's like what this zero movie, comedy in this. But that's but Chris, that's what this movie needed. The, the the direction of this film and the writing it lacks a voice. There's no voice. This right. movie needed it needed what Alien and what Predator had, which was legitimate humor, not like like they literally swiped a Predator joke with the little pussy. 
That's the Shane Black. You got yeah, a little I, pussy. It's a little, dude. and he just, and it's like he just stole that fucking joke, like, and yeah. did it poorly. Like, it's, 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 it lacks. Honestly, if Vince McMahon had his entire crew right rewriting the script, <laughs> I, I, I look. I'm gonna say the Scorpion King, the score, the the, the third. Oh the, remember that one with the rock? The second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. oh no, no, you're talking oh, about the third one, the actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual Scorpion King, where he's punching guys through roofs. You know what I mean? Like they go flying <laughs> seventy feet in the fucking air. Far yeah. better film than this. Yeah, this thing is a special kind of something. I thought when it was starting out, so we'll we'll kind of go through what the movie is, uh the timeline of it sort of. When it started out, I had to do like a double take and I was like, am I watching another Resident Evil movie? Cuz the way it started <laughs> with like showing um scientists, you're not even sure really. And and that is something that it lacks is it tries to like what Sketch was saying, there's no real build up of anything on and no it has some sort of Difficulty establishing shots. Beginning. Yeah, which doesn't. You don't even... know where you are. Yeah. You don't know what the stakes are, and there's no person that you that connects through us as the audience. Yeah, and there's no even with like UAC whatever the little the you know the location reminder subtitles at the bottom that doesn't really tell us anything because it's not. Oh boy, it's sad because it's like should I have done some reading before this movie based off a first person shooter? <laughs> like that is uh, other than it being the year 2026 something about an ancient city on mars and then the universal logo is mars instead of the earth hold on hold on i think you're forgetting the universal logo with the url underneath it yeah i saw that i was like is that always there (laughs) oh boy well i don't know oh five they're figuring out the internet still or something um yeah, uh, there's tons of homages throughout. Dr. Carmack is in the beginning, and if you case you didn't oh, yeah. note it, the lady screams his name like six times. Um, they really yeah, want you to know. The, the Carmack thing's annoying. It's like, it imagine is. they make a Mara movie, and it's like President Miyamoto yeah. is, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and there's President like... Shigeru Miyamoto, you know, you're like, ah, I get it, guys. You know, But, like, like, if you're looking, like, so, like not all... Of... Like, everyone that watched this movie wasn't didn't know about the video game, so the, the Carmack thing probably didn't hit with anyone it's as, but it's it just as bad it's just as bad as in that daredevil movie with ben affleck they had that casada uh, right no. and then saw like, that in theaters yeah. and forgot it so i don't remember yeah. oh hey guys uh you know sketchcraft remembers you know like the north <laughs> you like to talk about this podcast use the hashtag sketchcraft remembers yeah um yeah and he and he he doesn't die, but he get he starts like the you know the typical recording of what we think are going to be the last words and what they follow and whatever into this hellhole. Um, then we do cut to oh, Simplify tattooed rock. Oh, what's that? Hold on, I just wanted to say um, I did do a little looking on the now the Wikipedia says this, but I don't mm. know. But they did say that they tried to do a script rewrite pass with Stephen Wright and Edgar. Um, oh yes, Edgar Wright and and, and uh, yeah uh, Simon Pegg, but they turned Simon it down. Pegg, they turned it down. That's where I'm like, the movie that would have been great. <laughs> movie needed some fucking something. Yeah, you know, any other set of eyes probably would have helped. They would have definitely injected humor into it. Uh, you know for sure. I just don't know. Like even with that cast, I don't know. Aside from The Rock, uh, who really could have done that? Because Carl Urban certainly isn't that guy. Yeah, he is. He's hilarious and like fucking 
In the boys, he's hilarious. And yeah, Star Thor, Thor Ragnarok, he's really funny. <laughs> he's just yeah. got that really dry kind of sense of humor and stuff. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe he would have worked out, but uh, the thing is, I, there just wasn't a lot of humor at all in this. Right. Yeah. I'm all for a movie in which you don't like a lot of the main characters. The thing does that really well. You know, mm-hmm. the problem is it. The thing had one. It's saying something, right? Like it's a the 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 infection and the the finding the alien. There's and what they're going through psychologically um, about not trusting one another, the paranoia, there's something there to be said about the human condition. This ignores all of that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have any, it's literally plot exposition, go get some shit, uh, try not to get fucking high, you're fucking an idiot, that guy's a crazy person trying to rape every woman he comes across, you know what I mean? We're all, I mean, they they act like, they, they act like they're criminals that have been taken out of the brig which would have been a more interesting movie, right? Like Alien 3. We're going to go to the fucking... Maybe these were space marines who fucked up and they had to take them out of jail. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you guys are the only ones with military training. So suicide mission, fucking stop the hell demons. And then they turn it into like some weird... They got to take a, the weirdest part for me. Um, and I'm not... Look, this is the premise of the film, right? So I'm not fucking spoiling it. But it goes away from, hey, they unlocked a portal on Mars to hell. Right? That's pretty simple. Archaeological dig, open a portal, mm-hmm. unleash hell. And we gotta stop we gotta and, and that planet could be quarantined and if they get off the fucking planet, hell unleashes on Earth, right? Yep. But they don't do that. They turn it into a virus. They get the thing and then they become the Yeah, thing. what was because, the reasoning behind that? Because they I wanted don't know. it. <laughs> because well no, it, it had it something to, to do with the um the, the DNA. The chromosome. That, that's how they, yeah, it's like, um, I guess there, so, there was a, a, an extra chromosome that they, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the species of, of human or whatever that was there before. But that doesn't were, make sense for a Doom movie if you're trying to, you should, why, why do I'm not switch? saying it makes sense for a Doom movie. I'm just saying, like, that's why the, the infection started happening. Is because, no, no, I understand uh, why the infection yeah. happened. I watched the movie. I know why the infection happened, so. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, these fucking producers, like, like John Peters produced this, you know. John Peters did Batman and and and, and the Which weapon Batman? back in the day, all that shit. The, the original Batman, you know. Okay. Well, every fucking really because you know these guys. Um, I think it was a religious thing. Like they didn't want to tackle that crap. Really? Yeah, we don't want to tackle religion, but these are the same people that fucking you know were making like Temptation of the Christ and and wow, you know what I mean? like no. it's just weird. Like I don't know why they went the virus route. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why Something. because they're trying to be fucking clever. You know, they're trying to be smart, you know, and they want that, that element of Alien 1 where we have the xenomorph and it's quarantined and it's getting a person and then it becomes one and then it gives a ticking time and we can then, you know, spend 20 minutes digging in someone's cadaver to fucking... Look, they watch, they watch Alien, they watch Alien 2, they watch Predator, but what they miss is those exist within genre. This doesn't really have a genre. Like, this should have a pulp like fucking uh aspect to it and dude archaeology on mars that unleashes hell is a fun pulp fucking yeah john, easily you could see john carpenter doing that prior to say ghost to mars by the way ghost mars, exactly far, far better Christ. film than this far better oh, film than jesus this. Really? far better film <laughs> yeah far better film than this it was so, another example of uh like the game narrative wrote itself into a movie why not just follow that not word for word but you could have really just stretched that out more so for hell demons why is there blue everywhere i don't know yeah you know what i'm saying like what's with the 
Um, I don't know because the game, like I don't know the earlier games, it's very orange. Like especially the newer games. Like and granted, those these these came out way after this movie, but yeah, it's weird. Yeah, this one, Doom 3 was a lot darker and a lot more emphasis on trying to find your way through very just literally dark areas. Um, But this did have kind of a prequel vibe to the Doom story, and that's kind of what 3 did. But also, surprise, not nearly as many people dug 3 as they did the original. Um, It was kind of a little too much away from the Doom games. But uh, yeah, it did miss the establishing stuff of, you know, just what Aliens does with the Marines just waking up in their bunks and having a crummy breakfast and being assholes to each other. Like, there was barely any of that. And you mentioned maybe they serve time or something, Sketch. Like, I got that feel even more when, uh, I forget all the kids, Goat and Duke, I think, were standing over or nearby um, a holding cell. And, and poor, Goat's... Poor, poor man's Tim Roth. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, poor yeah. man's Tim Roth. But the way he was like, oh, you've never done time or something like that. So I was like, also like... So obviously that... Goat has, but the other one hasn't. So, yeah, yeah, it just didn't... I don't know. Let um, me ask you guys this. Have you guys seen the the Predators, the newest Predator movie? The yeah. New, yeah. Not the newest one that's just called Predator. I've seen Predators and not beyond that. Okay, yeah, Predator. Sketch, have you... Did you watch that one? No, I just... You know what I mean? I oh, just don't... That's what Keegan Michael Key, right? <laughs> right, I'm certain, right? I'm certain at some fucking point for this podcast, I'll have to. You know, so... <laughs> Uh, so, Chris, since you did watch it, let me ask you this. So the development of the uh, quote unquote Marines in the Predators uh, movie, do you think they did a better job in that movie or do you think they did a good job in this movie of setting up your like identity of your characters? Oh, I, I think that they did a way better job in pr- the new Predator movie um, okay. because they, they took um, a bunch of like ex-Marines that were all like fucking like, doing time up. Yeah, they were messed up. They, you know, they had PTSD and, you know, like they were, they all, you know, like you could relate to to those people. You know what I mean? I got Um, a strong feeling of that crew should have been the crew in this movie. Yeah, that would have, I I could have seen that. Marlon Wayans in there and I'm down. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Any type of background other than we're hanging out in our bunk. I guess we're on vacation soon. We're bored. Oh, we got an assignment. Like, nobody gives a shit if your vacation was interrupted because we don't know you guys. Um, Yeah. But, uh, and I was honestly... The one guy I guess is a baseball player or something? I don't. I don't know. Oh, you mean not Bill Duke? (laughs) That's what what he is. It's not Bill Duke. (laughs) He's a poor man, Bill Duke. Um, Again, trying so hard to be the Predator. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was very like when they are getting when they're suiting up in the in the um, the the troop transporter, essentially that thing uh, before all of that. I was like waiting for someone to say just another bug hunt or something like I was just I really thought I'm surprised they weren't playing some kind of radio in the air in the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so they show up at, I guess, the lab. This is also very confusing because where we thought we just saw like zombies sort of running around, it's just a functioning lab still. But then we realize that is a different part, and they meet uh, Pinky, and I'm just like, that's <laughs> fucking Jesus, stupid. <laughs> that's not even like like they showed him, and I was like, I think I see this coming from a mile. Yeah, it's not away. even like cleverly an homage to anything. It's like no one would want the name Pinky, so I don't. Whatever, we'll can, call you that. I guess. Can I, can I just say this right now? Every time they say Pinky, I go and the brain. 
and the brain <laughs> fucking yeah. and the brain you know <laughs> yeah like it's, it's, it's i can't i can't help myself well that's the thing too like they they set up because pinky is half of from the waist down, he's animatronic because he, in the early stages of the arc teleportation, they didn't have all the kinks worked out. And uh, they say, and I quote, his ass went somewhere else. <laughs> and uh, so half of them went one true. way and the other half okay. went the other way. Can I talk about that? And then they cut to scene. I'm like, first yeah, off, I, you didn't like, need that. You think, because they're still arriving in that transport. I'm like, did that just happen now? What is, what is it? They never do that again. Right. And then I'm like, what a fucking waste of a fucking visual effect. Like, they you, establish we, that and they don't use it later. Yeah, again, just, just shit going on for shit going on. I guess. You know? yeah. And again, I watched, I think me and Sketch watched the unrated version, so I don't know what the shorter version showed. Maybe it did cut that out or something like that. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't um, want to watch another version of it. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember what you guys are saying, so I don't know if that was in ours. Uh, they. Watch. I watched a version that was only an hour forty-five sketch. Yep, watch one that was one just over two hours. I think. I watched. I watched the hour fifty-five, and I think that's what sketch watched too. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. So uh, I did kind of skip over the only sort of character development where um John Grimm and The Rock were talking just before The Rock says like, "All right, got our assignments. Let's move out." Then he pulls aside Grimm and says like, "You gonna be okay going there?" And and he's he says something about fighting his demons, to which I think everyone mm-hmm. in the audience was like, "Oh, he's gonna talk to the ex-wife or something like that." And <laughs> but then they all show up and they meet her. Demons. Yeah, and then they meet up um, in the lab. Now they meet Doctor Samantha Grimm, and uh, the one of them is like just hitting on her, and uh, he's like, "Oh, the ex. Oops, nope, the sister." So it's just like, "All right, well, the first ten minutes of this film were very awkward until now, <laughs> but um, it's yeah, very strange." It's just keeps you thinking, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, then it turns more into aliens because they are informed of a distress sort of call. Not really, though. It's all over the place with trying to establish anything, um, and they find they go to they split up. You know, to explore the facility after teleporting through the globby well, transporter. They, they they don't know what they're looking for, but there is a clear mission, like what they need to do. Like they need to find what happened, quarantine it, and then retrieve UAC uh what is it, like equipment or data and shit like that. So Something. the goods. Yeah. So they so the rock, at least the rock knows what he has to do. I don't know if the whole crew knows it, mm-hmm. but but they the, the main thing is they don't know what they're gonna find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get to the dark parts of the area and are they start to mark things with fluorescent markers, just X's on the walls, which that I thought was back. going... Yeah, they were really showing that a couple of times to the point where it's like, okay, those are going to be breadcrumbs, so we got to make note of where those are. Nope, doesn't matter. We never see them again. The smart <laughs> thing would have been that the demons somehow realize it and they start clearing them off or something like that. It makes yeah. no sense because they go back to the same rooms they just cleared. And right. it they don't establish why. So, uh. <laughs> um, Goat and, when they split up, Goat and Portman check the room that's labeled genetics or just beyond genetics, and that's where the holding cell is with electrical walls. Um, the Rock finds the BFG, which on a monitor is called the Big Force Gun. And I was yeah. just like, oh man, maybe this is rated PG 13 because I don't remember. And, um, we get to that later though, but, uh, and the brother sister drama is sort of explained with the archaeologist dig and all that stuff, sort of. Um, and then, uh, doctor, or we'll just call her Sam, the sister. She 
explains to her brother that there's an extra chromosome found on this um, fossil skeleton thing of a an adult skeleton protecting a baby skeleton from something. Which is yeah. also, isn't that the same name of that one um, really old skeleton that they found? It's like the, the most earliest uh, like discovered uh, like Homo sapien skeleton or something. I believe her name's Lucy as well. Yep. Uh, I don't sounds, know if there's any yeah, connection yeah. to that, but. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it's a shitty connection. So. <laughs> the, yeah, it was the named after the remains of an early hominid um, that was found year uh, to be between like 2.9 and 3.2 million years old. It's in the uh, IMDb trivia. I don't know those numbers oh. by heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so they're talking about that. But then they're in Carmack's office, another couple of the troops, and they find movement. Uh, and it's Carmack, and then everybody huddles around him, and for no reason he tears off his ear uh, and throws it at them. So I think the only reason that they did that was so the thing that they did later when they were oh, like, right. we got to find Dr. Carmack now. Well, check that imp's ear or zombie's ear, whatever he turned into. Yes, yeah, but I mean, like, right now as it stands, why the hell? Oh, yeah, we don't happen? know why the fuck he did that. Just to show that he's crazy, I guess? Yeah, like, you could obviously yeah. tell, like, something. I mean, he, dude, the guy was eating a, a severed hand. He was, you know? yeah. So <laughs> you know that he's crazy, mm-hmm. uh, and so, like, I, I just assumed he was going to attack them, but he, he never ended up really doing that, but he just no. rips his own ear off, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, so it's strange. Um, and they take him back to the infirmary, and then the kid and Portman are walking around. The kid asks for drugs, which wasn't really needed. That also led to nothing. Um, no. Yep, didn't lead to anything. <laughs> uh, and and another thing that led to nothing was when Reaper and Goat were walking around, and Goat knocks over a barrel, and then for some reason cuts an axe into his wrist. It's or, because he said, God damn it, and he took the Lord's name in vain. Oh, is that it? That Jesus he's, Christ. He's like ultra-religious. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Which, oh, we're okay. trying to hide from religion in this film. I know, right? I don't like that. Oh, no, it's fine if you're that. talking about, like, God and stuff. Like, I guess. You know, but, but, like, I under, like I, I saw that. I was like, okay. So I saw the basis of what the movie was. I was like, okay, they're going for a virus thing. That's That's fine. But then I saw his character. I was like, why are they not just embracing the religion thing and doing the Hellgate and all that stuff, but it would okay. have made it much better for sure. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say that, but I, it would just make it more interesting. I would say if if, if I could, but if I could have been in the room and pitched this fucking movie, I would have been like, "Look, let's do it's Raiders of the Raiders of the Lost Ark, but the movie opens with opening the Ark of the Covenant, and we're fucked." You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then it's like the whole movie is surviving having opened the Ark of the Covenant, but you know, and the Ark of the Covenant is on Mars. You know, shit. And so you got this whole duality between science and religion. And all this fucking other shit, you know what I mean? And just trying to survive it, you know. Like, I think so. They would have been like, "You're thinking way too much about this. We've got the Rock. He's going to be eating a bunch of shit." Like, <laughs> yeah. What this I movie needs is less come. thinking. Yeah. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, that's a, I'm not, that's a, look, I'm there with you, man. I would have much preferred to watch that movie. Um, but I, I think, like, with what they were going for, is I think they just wanted a dumb alien shoot them up no 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 no. they weren't trying to make a dumb movie they were trying to make a smart movie which is why they add all the dna and look this is like you know when you watch a, a tv dumb show people movie, trying to make a smart movie hold on just just take away when you watch a movie let's say um okay like i always bring this example back in the day with the tv show friends chandler fucking love computers and every now and then you get some 
line in a script where he goes, and I have a 256 megahertz with 16, you know, megabytes of RAM and a CD-ROM capability. And you're like, whoever wrote this shit has never used the computer, and they're just reading off, like, a computer Trader Joe or a Best Buy ad. You know what I mean? Like, like so, like, this is science as, you know, added by a screenplay person who literally just popped open a popular science fucking magazine and was just writing notes, you know? Well, let me ask you this, too. Uh, we all know, we've all watched movies. We know a little bit about the, the the movie game. Is this, do you think they were trying to actually make, like, some kind of blockbuster hit with this movie? Or they, were they like, yes. hey, this is one of the ones that we're going to make that, you know, because Hollywood has to make movies, bad movies every once in a while, so it makes it look like they didn't make as much money, so they don't have to pay so much in taxes at the end of... No, know, this is John Peters, dude. Like, John Peters, you know, made blockbusters. This is John Peters trying to do the John Peters thing way after it's gone. <laughs> and one of the reasons why is you look at two years before this, you have the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. What did that... What What saved that film in the script development phase? When they added the pulp, when they added the 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 undead pirate. If you ever know about the, the making of that film, it didn't have that until the very last script revision. Okay. Um, and so, because they were like, whoa, people aren't going to get it. And it's like, just fucking, they're going to get it. You know, just shut up. You know, so this is 2005. You know, that means they've been writing the script for the better part of since the 90s at Warner Brothers. They probably got the green light after Resident Evil 1 did decent numbers, you know, and then Universal was trying to make a push. Um, But I'm just the virus thing is interesting to me because Universal also did Serenity at the same time. Right. It was like the Mm -hmm. same year. Wow. So within within a year of one another, and it's like. What what producers were going on at Universal? Like, we need a bunch of virus films. You know what I mean? Like, where it's all like the well, virus. Like you said, they saw Resident Evil and they were like, let's cash in on this. And I would always go, well, that was big last year. But you know what? The timeless fucking, since you want to invoke aliens, you want to invoke Predator, why don't we invoke Raiders of the Last Ark? Which gets you a much better, like, that's what this, it needed an archaeologist and a fucking scientist and a fucking military person as your three protagonists. You know, your little mm-hmm. triangle of groups. You know, The Rock could have been... It would have been great to have, like, Rock as the scientist if you want to play against Titan. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would have been <laughs> the funny. smart guy, you know? Just in glasses and, like, a really big coat. <laughs> yeah, and then you have Carl Urban as fucking the Indiana Jones type, and you could have Rosamund Pike as the military chick. You know what I mean? He was like, you pussies. You know, like, just, you uh, could have... Typecast or... Yeah, you uh, could have played I, against type. But, yeah. so it just lacks that central core that those three feeding off one another, you know, and playing off one another. And it's all replaced with this, like, fake drama, like, heavy, lev- lev- heavy, not levity, but heavy sense of you know, doom for the lack of a better fucking yeah. term. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, like when you're like sphere did this better than this movie, I don't understand mm. how that's possible, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or event horizon hey. or something even. Sorry. Event horizon. Thank you. Oh, is yeah. that you? okay. Yeah. I get all, it's yep. all a jumble fuck in my head for this stuff. Yep. It's all it's, dark like, and green. Sketchcraft doesn't always remember. All right. We get it finally. <laughs> Sketchcraft tries to forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, a burn a, it's a curse and a blessing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say though, uh, oh, this is, we got to mention this because it is one of the few things that come back. Uh, they start, uh, they show the nano walls, uh, which is this weird, like, I, it, it looks kind of wall. It's a yeah, CG door. It reminded I thought me. That effect was pretty good, though. 
Yeah, it reminded me of the things that everybody would uh, – the little, like, bed of pins at Spencer Gifts that you would leave uh, your oh, middle yeah. finger sitting oh, in. Oh, you mean like a lawnmower man? You could do a lawnmower man face in him? And- sort of that <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's like a doorway, and the one dude, Duke, is like, I don't do nano walls and whatever. <laughs> Doesn't do anything later. Doesn't no, pay off. Which is a shame. He kind off. of Yeah, he, it does. It does, too. Well, it – How? Well, it – because the thing gets chopped up in it, and he's like, "See, that's why I don't do nano walls." Does yeah, it? I, I think... mean, okay. So let me let me let me correct you there. And, and I and I read the and I picked up the word nano from Popular Science. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, says the screenwriter, it doesn't yeah. really chop them. It keeps it just holds them there. Right. Yes. Uh, but what it should have done is, yes, I agree. It should have chopped them, and instead of having him stuck in the door like that, it should have just been uh, Doctor Carmack's uh, mutated or evolved, whatever uh, parts, and then they could have been like, look at its ear. And then later down the road, when we do, we just get, uh, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, but we can come back. Scotty will get us back on the rails. But <laughs> at Duke's character, towards the end, they're f- trying to fight all these zombies. And so they're they're pulling back, trying to get past the nano wall. They even say the nano wall is like not closing or it's malfunctioning or something like that. So I'm like, oh shit, Duke's going to jump through it. It's going to turn on, cut him in half or something like that. That would have been fantastic. It would have been like set it up and all that stuff. Nope, he just gets pulled through the grates like Alien. <laughs> yeah, that was lackluster. With a CG blood squirt. I was he, very upset with that. He ended up being one of the characters I actually enjoyed because of his scene in the um, the the holding cell. I thought that was he was the first one to actually like be badass fighting a demon or whatever. Okay, so there was that whole time, though, that he... Before Duke, he got... Duke, you're talking about Destroyer. I don't know, sure. Is Destro- Destroyer is the Bill Duke that we're talking about with the chain gun. The other oh, guy, basically, okay. it's the other black guy I'm talking about that's in the movie. <laughs> I lost um, track of all their names except for Reaper because his last name was Grim. That was the only one I could make a connection with. Uh, yeah, and the kid looks like a child, were, so. Someone thought they were real funny with that. <sighs> I was waiting, though, for Duke because there was that moment, like, right before he gets pulled through the grate that he's just, like, it's like five seconds of them all just standing there not knowing what to do and, like, looking at him. And then yeah. Duke, like, looks over at the girl and I was just hoping he was going to be like, call me. And then he just gets pulled in. <laughs> if you're not – because the seriousness of it isn't going to come through. Like, let's right. be honest. So just, like, yeah. make it stupid. Yeah. Simon Pegg and uh, exactly. Edgar Wright might have done something mm-hmm. to make it funny. Just be like, oh, shit, or something like that. Yeah. It was supposed yeah. to be like they they didn't even – like, there was no romantic thing between them. Like, they had talked about it and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. It's just – it's whatever. He just gets pulled. The, the it was that weird scene, like, when – when um Carmack gets like stuck in the door and he like shoots that like tongue thing at them, mm-hmm. but yeah. then they kind of like cuddle for a minute and it would just the, the camera just stays on them for a few seconds. Yeah. I was like, this is mm-hmm. weird. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that they had something going on, but there's okay. just no follow up in a lot of things that happen in yeah. this. Um, yeah. I did enjoy the scene here though, where um. Uh, Reaper and I forget who else are back in the genetics room and all the animal cages are broken open and there's blood and guts and stuff and the animals are all missing and then Mm -hmm. they find one of the scientists and Reaper's just like, sir, are you okay? And he turns around and bites a rat's head off. And then, and Reaper's just like, he just Ozzy's that thing. Yeah. And Reaper's just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, I didn't know what we were dealing with now. And I still don't, but this is not good. Um, I thought that actually made me laugh. So that was pretty good Uh, because it was, I think because it felt more realistic than, you know, in, in a predator or alien, someone would have been like, uh, that was your last meal or something like that. You know, it would have been a bad one liner. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, so, and then the other scene that didn't make sense but made me laugh was when, uh, okay, so Destroyer's the one with the, the chain gun, is that right? Yes, yes. So Destroyer and Sarge, a.k.a. The Rock, they're <laughs> walking down a corridor, and they hear something in the vents, and Destroyer just lets off his minigun because <laughs> oh, yeah. he loses his shit looking up in the vents, and and then The Rock's like, what'd you see? And he was just like, a monkey, some kind of monkey, <laughs> and that was it. Like I thought it was that gonna one, be like yeah, he was a one. crazed monkey or something like that. No, nothing. That was it. That was the scene. <laughs> Where are you gonna say, Corey? Yeah, and I guess that scene that scene is strictly there to show like obviously because the the monkey gets killed. I'm sorry, but it gets killed and it's bleeding through the vent and uh, the rock puts his hand out and looks at the blood and it. I mean, but that the thing is they show and the blood has something in it. Like it's oh something yes, weird. it it look it which I, would have been great, which would have been great if they showed that and then waited a couple scenes or waited a few minutes and then brought a the next scene is them taking <laughs> That's the blood transition. from Carmack and they show that there's stuff in his blood and I'm just like okay you could have done that like you could have set that up a little bit better but okay like let's keep going let's see what you got so yeah it was very much and again this is because i have the first resident evil movie still fresh in my head i thought the rock i really thought the rock was gonna say this blood is coagulated blood doesn't get like that <laughs> like something <laughs> no nah, he don't uh, he don't know Number no, he, five, motherfucker <laughs> yep yeah oh boy yeah um yeah uh boy and this is again just more separation of the group um where uh now we're we're in the sewers which oh oh I, i'm sorry i skipped something i don't even know if it's worth pointing out um so sam is in the lab looking at carmack's blood and has her assistant and she doesn't want to leave because she wants to be with her husband i i get was she was the wife of, of carmack the... or somebody else no, i did she not was, understand she was the wife of one of the scientists that got killed in the initial attack Oh, okay. See, I because couldn't they even say piece they, that they find the in the sewer. They find his lab coat. It says like Steve. I, I'm pretty sure he, the Steve guy, is the imp. The first imp they come across. Okay, and they're like, we found Steve such and such. I was like, the whole time I'm just like, lady, your husband is dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, yep, he did. Um, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I was legitimately confused about her. Um, but then we're in the sewers. Uh, and everybody's looking around, you know, we're waiting for a xenomorph to come out of the water or something. Uh, mm. but instead Portman, like a dumbass, falls into a hole and they pull him out and just everybody hates him. But, uh, goat gets attacked and by a bunch of eyeballs and then an, what I thought was that an overpositor. Part, that part, mm -hmm. Yeah, that at first, cause you just see the eyeballs in the dark and I was like, ah, oh, okay, that, that shot's okay. It's fine. But, uh, that demon's yeah. baby blues. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just like beautiful eyes, just like, and then brr, there's a bunch of other eyes that show up, but eh, it is what it is, so. Yeah, and but what confused me, and you said that it was actually a tongue, I thought it was like an overpositor that got shoved into his throat to lay eggs in him or something, because uh, I hadn't, I, I've seen this movie, I didn't even mention, I have seen this movie before, but it was a long time ago, and I didn't remember any of it, so I forgot that any of this happens, like, how they transform each other and all that crap, um... But yeah, boy, howdy. So they run back to the lab after grabbing Goat and, you know, telling everyone to evacuate now, which, why the fuck wasn't this done before? Oh, it was a quarantine mission before. They needed to find out what was going on before they let anyone else get out. Then they decide to evacuate. But then, in the infirmary, for some reason, uh, Reaper wants to try to keep Goat alive, and he suddenly goes into doctor mode. Um, 
Yeah, like all these guys, like I would I would assume they have like as being some form of military, they have some type of first aid like training. Yeah. Like knowing how to like look for pulses and knowing how to this no, like Carl Urban just like starts acting like he's a fucking doctor. Like, uh, you know, we got a defib and give me right. an adrenaline shot and all this other stuff. It never sets up that he's like the medic of the group. Like maybe yeah. if they had set that up, like saying like he was the medic and that would make it more understandable. I'm not but, sure if they were setting that up when him and his sister were talking about like you could essentially like you could have gone to med school or something else instead of being a grunt. Um, I don't know if that was know. all the build up they had to this scene or not. But again, whatever. Um, he dies, goat dies, uh, and so they just keep him, and then The Rock shows Sam the demon in the body bag, um, and that was when I, I enjoyed this scene because The Rock was like, basically like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Fill me in, because I'm getting tired of this shit now. <laughs> like, it was pretty yeah. good, because it was just no more beating around the bush and being like, let's work together. It was more so, figure, let's fucking figure this out and just get out of here. Um... But let's see here. So, do 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 do. They decide they need to send people back to Earth now. Um, those that are working at this lab on Mars, uh, and then Duke and Sam. Duke is the one with Sam, right? That has the hots for Sam. Yes. Okay. They stick around in the lab, and the nano wall stops a demon from getting into the lab. And stop me if I'm skipping stuff, if it matters that much. Um, but this is when. A demon almost gets into the lab, but the nano wall stops him like halfway, and then his tongue flies out of his mouth. Uh, his mm. like his fucking nerf dart is what it made me think of. <laughs> <laughs> Pew! Yeah, and just meow, um, yeah. hear it whistle. Uh, and that happens. Then we get to the dig site where we kind of have a flashback by Reaper, and I guess that's how his parents died. Uh, yeah, it's a, just audio a... flashback. Yeah, and then for some reason he closed the only light source in the room after looking out the window, um, and the rock kind of leads into, is that how it happened, whatever. He doesn't say anything. Um, yeah, he's like, is this where it happened and all that other shit. So. Yeah, and then we go back to Mac, who was sitting with Pinky in the lab entrance, um, the character we've had no that I didn't even realize was a character. Um, Three words is what this man says. Yeah, and uh, he... Oh boy, I don't even know. Like, I also looked at the trivia, and apparently he's the only Marine out of here to die, and he never fires a shot <laughs> in the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, so yeah, he was originally with guarding Pinky from the beginning. He was yes. there at the at the art gate, and then once they're like, "All right, now Pinky, here's a gun and some grenades. If shit goes down, you know what to do." And he's like, "What? Like, what's wrong with y'all?" And mm-hmm. then uh, Mac ends up going with uh, Sarge and uh, Reaper to check out the archaeological dig site because they have to... What's the reason they have to go there again? Uh... I don't know why they actually have to go there. I don't remember. Maybe I, I think it's just they're still trying to find all the scientists. Yeah, I think they just... Oh, oh, because they, they're trying to figure out where these things are coming from. There's no other way to get to Mars or get to the lab from Mars. And, and Reaper's There's another like, entrance, she says. Yeah, Reaper says, no, the dig site, that's how they're getting in, the, the hole itself or whatever. Yeah, um, the, there, she said there was another entrance at the dig site, that's why they went there, okay. Right, and so um, at this point, they're splitting up to also just find other crap or whatever to advance plot, sort of, and The Rock's like, I'm going to find something that needs more kick in the armory, or get, we need more kick, something, whatever, I need a big gun, I'm going to go get the BFG is what he's translating to, uh, alluding to. Um, 
then the infirmary, autopsy time, but Goat wakes up in the other room, and he does uh, he does the cross over his chest and starts smashing his head against the wall, um, and Duke figures that he did that because he knew he was turning, um, and that's that. Uh, yeah. you get here, I think there was a part where at first... So uh, I don't know how important it is, but uh, Sarge does try to get into where the BFG is, but he can't because he doesn't have DNA. And he realizes to use the hand that they found earlier of one of the scientists, which we find we get our first gratuitous nudity is just this chick that's just straight butt naked. And it's uh, what was it? It was kid and Porter or whatever had found her, too. And uh yeah, I don't think that, we got that in all. I either. did not see nudity. In oh, mine. did you guys not? Get, okay, I think no. that might have been in the unrated version. Yeah, there's a part when uh, the kid and Portman are still together because that, that that this fucking movie is everyone comes together, they split apart, and then mm. new teams are formed and they go again. And I'm just like, all right, like I like there's got to be a point where everyone gets cut off from each other, but that never happens. Like mm. they, they just don't get picked off one by one. Uh, but yeah, that that part where they find it's the chick from the beginning that's running, yelling Carmack, you know, Dr. Carmack and all that stuff. And she's just butt naked and has the word suffer or something written on the wall in blood and all that oh, other stuff. So, I did not see any of that. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just blow her away. So because she hmm. was about to try to kill him and all that. Okay. So. Interesting. Um, Yeah. But so Portman and the Destroyer are together and Portman's like, I got to take a dump to basically get away from him. (laughs) Uh, And then Rock does use that lady's arm to get the BFG and he kind of walks around it for a bit, picks it up and then just goes, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the dialogue's real bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty bad. Then cut back to Portman in the restroom. He's actually relaying a distress signal. Um, because The Rock said that he would not do that, that they are the backup, so they're not calling anybody else in. Um, mm. I'm not entirely sure why he... I still, even after watching this movie, I don't know why The Rock denied calling in backup, other than so I thought it was point, a safety measure, but I'm not sure. That, at that point, uh, they didn't want anyone, I guess, to be... Like, they didn't want the ARC portal to be using, even though, like, after they got the uh, the people out of there, they're like, okay, we don't want this... Anyone that comes this, like, no one in or out until we take care of what's going on. I don't understand. Like, I don't know, maybe that's, like, the macho thing that the Rock's character was just like, no, nah, we hmm. got this, and all this other shit. Okay. Or he was trying... He thought that maybe that would jeopardize the mission, mm-hmm. or or something. I, I don't know. It's... it's. I mean, Sarge is just great value... Uh, uh, whatever Arnold Schwarzenegger's character's name was in The Predator. So. <laughs> I don't remember. But yes, I agree. Um, yeah, so then, okay, but then after the... So we've got Destroyer now because he's separated from Portman. Destroyer's walking around with his minigun in small hallways. He gets tossed into the holding cell by the demon who... I So it's a Hell Knight? We're deciding that? Yeah, okay. yeah that's a Hell Knight, yeah. Okay. Um he gets tossed in there and puts up the best fight in the movie so far against the actual Hell Knight, which he I does actually a pretty enjoyed. Good job. <laughs> yeah, because he used the electrical walls to his advantage and like grabbed the the PC monitor that was in there and like use it like a a, a flail and <clears throat> but then eventually awesome. yeah and then eventually he well he couldn't see anything so he threw shit into the electrical field like that that part was kind of smart he's like I can't see nothing let me throw something into the wall and then it sparks everything up so then he can see the Hell Knight and yeah. starts fighting it. I liked that. And I, I felt bad. Like, I was like, oh, I hope he gets out. But then it re- I, it dawned on me again. I was like, oh, wait, no, this this is a movie where everyone's going to fucking die. So <laughs> Yeah. 
Because, um, but he, so the Hell Knight realizes what's going on as well with the electrical walls, and he throws Destroyer into it. They kind of go back and forth. But then Destroyer, there's a pipe that he uses to wedge the Hell Knight against the wall and uh, shock him from the other wall as well, since it's metal. Uh, and then Destroyer starts climbing up a chain, and you think, like, holy shit, he's actually going to, like, get redeemed here. But no, he gets pulled right back down and dies. Um, yep. Which is a shame because I, I was I was rooting for him at that point because I just enjoyed... yeah, the Hell Knight didn't even like rip off his head or anything he just died from the fall yeah it was weird uh, well, even I'm though not... he had already fell into the hole <laughs> yeah yeah um, restroom time with Portman uh, he's requesting backup and he was a douchebag to Pinky and whatever over the radio uh, oh we didn't even mention that Pinky's kind of the like nucleus of this he can see all their headsets and whatever all their which again he's the he's the command center in the movie aliens where it's just he's telling everyone where you can see shit or where to go and all that other shit so i don't really know why it happened other than for portman to die like he did um i wish roger corman would have directed this movie i think roger corman would have made it work (laughs) yeah um so whatever portman dies who cares he gets pulled up through the ceiling of the stall and sort of like I didn't understand why the why he was getting flinged around like a pinata because uh, I he got pulled up all the way and then dropped back down unless the demon was just playing with him, I guess, or something. I guess. And then he like I feel like he dies from that. And then also the BFG kind of hitting him. Right. The kid runs over to his body and is like, no, he's gone. Like, no shit. He's gone. <laughs> Good thing you checked his pulse, you moron. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Which I'm surprised, too, at this point. I'm still surprised the kid's alive. Yes, yes, same here, same here. I thought somehow he was going to become uh, something, like redeem himself somehow in here. But So they go back to the infirmary, and Sarge is even more done with this shit. So he's just like, what is actually going on? So it gets exposed that um, Sam is trying to essentially keep research safe where they were injecting stuff into prisoners and tr- and they were turning into demons or zombie demons or something the the chromosome was like, like a superhuman add-on like the cro- yeah the chromosome picks or the yeah the 24th chromosome will sometimes turn people into a demon or it will sometimes give them superhuman powers the mm-hmm. way the way they kind of uh i guess ex- try to explain this which is just kind of bad but um she said that it was like what ten percent of like the uh, what is it the uh, human, human like the DNA or genome brain. or whatever hasn't been mapped, and so mm-hmm. they think that that might have something to do with like uh, some sort of like pre pre disposition to being evil or something, and so they single out those people that have some sort of uh, like that DNA part or whatever active in their it's their another body. situation it's where it's if just... they would have had the hell gate they could have just been like <sighs> oh these demons like yep. you wouldn't have had to worry about the mutations and then yeah. the, the they could have kept or guys or they could have just opened a portal to hell and we could have gone on with the fucking movie you know what I mean? no, that's what we're saying is like it could have just been way simpler yeah and, and the only virus thing you could you could okay so here's the thing you could have kept that 24th chromosome thing in just to make Carl Urban the Doom guy, like you know, like what it does later on. You could have kept that in there, and also kept the Hellgate stuff. But mm-hmm. no, they just they didn't want to do it. They wanted to keep it all yeah, a virus. Shit. The way they try to explain it, it's just overly complicated. It doesn't really. It make raises any more sense. questions than answers. Yeah, it's it's just it's stupid. 
yeah, good old C24 not doing its job that the scientists <laughs> thought it would. Um, but, uh, so, but yeah, so that's, we find out that's what's actually going on. Um, and shocker, it's the exact same idea of aliens, uh, with the dude trying to get one of the Xenos back to turn into a war weapon or whatever. Um, All riser. yeah, uh, and then let's see here. Reaper wants to destroy it. Oh, wait, did I skip some stuff? Sorry, I was rolling around here. Uh, uh oh, Pinky, and- what's that? You were talking about the data, how she's taught there to get the data, and Carl Urban's like, well, we obviously have to destroy this because this shit shouldn't be keep going yes. on. And then uh, The Rock is like, no, we have to keep that. That's one of our missions is to retain UAC property. and all- We have to bring this back. And then that's the first conflict that you start seeing between him and Carl Urban. Yes, which didn't make sense to me because I thought that with how they're making it seem, I got confused by by – um, Reaper saying like we need to destroy this because I thought they would want that as proof to bring the company down but The Rock is like we need to bring this back but I guess he had war crimes in mind rather than the betterment of humankind I it confused me a little bit so but I mean, the important... he's very he's very like this is my mission I have to do this mission even if it comes to the point where my soldiers are expendable yeah so but the overall gist of that scene is it it shows that um, the Rock and uh, Reaper are going to be, uh, or they're going to have a conflict now. They're going to be sort of enemies, frenemies, whatever for the moment. Um, and then Pinky's over the walkie-talkie, saying that something's getting through the entrance, uh, and you hear cutting, and you're like, "Oh, chainsaw time, maybe chainsaw, chainsaw." Um, that doesn't happen. Though. What cuts through it? I don't I still know. Don't know what cut through it? <laughs> I have no idea. The it the Hell Knight brought us through. Torch. It was a legit cut through. Yeah. Um. But so they, uh, so the Sarge and Kid and I, I guess it was Duke, they all go through the warp to go back to um, Pinky, try to find him. Um, but, and they oh, yeah, find Pinky, I think. Or no, yeah, Pinky disappeared. Um, the Mac dude died, the one guy that had barely any lines, and he was sort of guarding the door. Oh, he died yet, yeah, like, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, so they're assigned to go find people. Kid finds a family, um, and that's pretty much that. But then Reaper and Sarge start arguing. Uh, the kid comes back pink- with Pinky, um, and... No, no, so, I'll, if you don't mind, I'll I don't care, go for it. Here. So, the whole thing is, is Carl Urban's like... So, Samantha, uh, basically, they find out that like we had said earlier, whoever gets quote unquote infected doesn't necessarily mean they're going to turn into a demon or a zombie. They might get this superhuman, you know, strength and this ability and all this other stuff. And they're trying to explain that to, uh, to Sarge because Mm -hmm. Sarge and Duke had gone Mm -hmm. and the kid, I believe had gone ahead to start, you know, killing all the, basically anyone that had gotten infected, start killing them, which is what they start doing. But they finally trying to tell this to Sarge, be like, hey, not everyone that gets bit or gets, you know, gets infected is going to turn. And he's like, fuck that. Everyone's dying. So you start seeing that he's right. go- he's willing to kill innocent people, which is what Carl Urban brings up. And then and the kid comes back, tells him, hey, I found a room with like 20 people. They haven't been touched by the things or anything like that. And Sarge is like, well, I told you to take care of them. Why did you take care of them? And he goes, they're, they're you know, there's nothing wrong with them. And there's a conflict and he just straight up shoots the kid and kills him. Yeah. And then, yeah. The, which kind of sucked. Like I understood now that I was like, Oh, the kid was there. Like 
he was gonna stand up and be like, like, that's not the right thing to do. And Sarge is just like, fuck that. It just blew him away. So Yeah. At least he did stand up for himself. I guess that he had like one last redeeming thing. Yeah, even though the drugs things never came back or anything nope. like that. Didn't so. matter. Uh nope. um so that happens, and then that's where we realize, okay, Sarge has lost it. He is now a bad guy for sure, as if it wasn't confirmed beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Pinky gets picked up and dragged away by the Hell Knight. Uh, we, get, <laughs> we get a little hallway chaos, which this completely threw me off, because I couldn't even tell who was with each other. Uh, like, I guess Duke it was in that really same hallway. Yeah. yeah, the shots were throwing me off, because it was all dark in hallways, and kind of really the lights of their editing. gun. Yeah. And so, but the... Um, Oh, okay. So they're getting attacked, and then Duke get he gets. This is where it's leading up to him getting pulled through the gate or the grate in the floor. Mm. I don't know why any of this is happening. Um, oh, we we totally skipped the part where they realized that uh, the demon. We skipped that actual scene where Sarge was like, "Who the fuck is that? Look at his ear. He's that guy." So they're turning. Oh yeah, yeah. In the nano door, but and then. Oh, that was kind of the part also where we realized Sarge just lost his shit because he he just kills uh who was dark what was dark. Oh yeah, because they said it might be irreversible, and he goes his his state his uh not station but his status is irreversible because he's fucking dead. <laughs> I right. thought that was a pretty good line. Jeez, and, uh, it's, it's very cheesy, uh-huh. but yeah. Um, and then Sarge the Rock. Rock Sarge um, actually gets pulled through the nano door as they're trying to close it. Uh, this is where we thought that Duke was maybe going to get pulled through the nano, or not pulled through, but like cut by the nano door. Um, that would have been great. Maybe he jumped and tried to grab for Sarge and he gets pulled halfway through and then the nano sense. door fixes and he gets cut in half. That yeah. would have been great as well. Except yep. the movie opened on that gag. Yeah. And so, but yeah. but Sarge gets pulled through, and he's, like, getting dragged on the floor, and his last line is, I'm not supposed to die, and he just gets pulled through. So you're that all like, was... that was the star of the film, I thought, but he's gone now? So I, I kind of started he, to like, like the movie like, now. I mm-hmm. thought he wasn't dead yet. You know, I was like, okay, there's no way they're just going to kill off the rock like that. Well, I also um, knew he wasn't dead because I knew there was a Carl Urban rock fight. Okay, okay, well, I I didn't know that, but I I just okay. I, I I looked over to my uh my wife and I was like, yeah, he's we're definitely gonna see him again. Like, if they're gonna kill him off, we're gonna see it on camera, right? Oh yeah, yeah. we've learned. Um, but this was kind of where I started to like the movie because I was like, cool. I kind of hated the, the Rock's end. character. <laughs> I kind of hated the Rock's character, so I'm fine with him being gone now because he was just dumb. Um, and I, I was enjoying Carl Urban's character more. Um. So this is so now it's just, oh and then you know yeah Duke gets pulled through the gate they great goddamn it they have that moment that isn't really a moment between him and Sam and he's dead so it's just the brother and sister now essentially um and uh let's see oh and and when the nano door is closing this is important um the reaper he shoots he they're trying to they're they're, they're trying to do this cool shot where they're shooting bullets through the nano door at the oncoming mm. Um, demons and zombies or whatever they are, uh, dombies. Right. And so, but then the door closes, the nano door successfully closes all the way. And while Reaper's firing, his last bullet bounces off the door and hits himself, uh, with yeah, it. in the abdomen, a mortally, it's a, I mean, a mortal wound. So yeah, should be. Yeah. But yes, but yeah, Sam being the scientist sister saving the day injects him with C24, hoping that it'll save him rather than make him worse. 
uh and they should have just made him a demon and the movie was over <laughs> that would have been fine and then uh and then he falls over and he wakes up but the camera is from his point of view and it's first Man, person mode i was so excited for this scene. i got I, like, I got super pumped dude yeah uh, I was, and then i started watching it i was like oh this is not good <laughs> yeah i was waiting for the doom theme song to start playing but that didn't even happen Never it was it. filmed as though it were for a commercial for Doom on the Sega CD yep. back in 1993. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But and... that's the thing. The whole time I, the whole time this scene's playing, I didn't get Doom vibes. I got House of the Dead vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much felt like an on rails thing. Uh, and they really threw it in your face by showing his face, like in the mirror, like that's me. I'm him. You're me now, audience. Let's go. Mm-hmm. What a twist! I healed my wounds. Let's it, do it. It did this kind of cool thing where. He was like, I don't know, it was weird. It was like he was moving faster than, yes, he, you know, like you humans do. So you knew that you're like, okay, like he's got superpowers now. I thought they yeah. were going to do like quad damage or whatever it is, the different power-ups you get in Doom where you're running around punching the demons. Um, that would have been great. Like not yeah. even let him have a gun. He's just like ripping demons apart and shit. Yeah, that would have been really good. Um, I still enjoyed this because it was so cheesy. And I was like, because I've been conditioned by Uwe Boll, I thought that we were going to see screenshots <laughs> of Doom. <laughs> Oh, um, but but instead you know he he shoots a flame uh, a red barrel that explodes um the monsters though however now they kind of look like a joke uh now they just hesitate and wait for the they, there's Carl one Urban that he just runs something. away from him yeah, yeah. <laughs> um he lays down a proximity mine at one point and one of the demons falls on it and then the proximity mine dings like a microwave is done and then it blows up uh yeah. for some reason though reaper also, is in the hell by runs it. in using the fucking chainsaw, chainsaw. yeah that I'm just like that what? was hilarious too that, that was, was awesome. weird maybe and that's a, how he cut through the door <laughs> i guess so um the like two foot thick door with a chainsaw <laughs> The oh, and then we finally see the return of Pinky. So now Pinky is is close, the closest to almost any of the enemies we see in this movie. Yeah, I had to look this up again because I was like, is that what the D- Pinkies? Because I never played Doom Three, so I went and looked it up, and I was like, oh yeah, that's what the Pinkies were supposed to be. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So um, Pinky still hooked up to the um, the space age wheelchair, but crawling around perfectly fine, trying to attack Reaper. And Reaper has the chainsaw, and it kind of goes back and forth. He drops it at one point, but then takes out Pinky and everything, and it was pretty good. Um, the I thought the CG wasn't too bad then, but they probably should just not have kept the shot on Pinky as long as they did a couple of times. Um, yeah, if your CG's not like really, really good, just don't show it that much. Mm-hmm. The CG, the CG with the Pinkies, that was probably the best CG out of everything. But there was a many other CG parts where I was just like, that's not. <laughs> yeah um so all that happens the first person view is over uh i i remember hearing about that after the movie was out back in 05 like that they had an homage in there somewhere like that and that i think that was what cemented me not bothering with the movie back then but i mentioned i saw Well, uh, you're just waiting for the you're waiting for the and you don't get any of it nothing like i don't know if there was a licensing issue and they, they they couldn't get there or they just weren't smart enough to think like let's put the video game music here like you got to play like you know the the main fucking theme and mm-hmm. it just doesn't get played i was also the reason i think this is a house of the dead like more than it is doom is because there's literally a zombie that has an axe like he's gonna throw it at you oh, like house yes. of the dead too right. and he shoots the axe and it just lands in his head <laughs> yeah that was good that was dumb that's so dumb it was i was good. like this is this is not doom this is house of the dead man 
Um, but yeah, I actually enjoyed the first person view overall because it was so stupid that it was great in my opinion. Um, I think it would have been better if it had the theme. It would have been oh, a yes. little bit better. Oh yes, yes, and more than just the gun that he had, maybe. Um, I was really like, he should have somehow stumbled upon a shotgun at that point. That would have made yeah, sense. Yeah, the only person that has a shotgun is Goat. Oh, really? I don't even remember. Probably because he Because he only fires it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> like, he should have he had that or when you, like, he looks in the mirror and sees that his stuff is, like, healed. He should have, like, I know this would have been completely cheesy, but let's be honest. At this point, the movie's already so fucking crazy. He should have just pulled out some brass knuckles and then went <laughs> off. Like, and then just, like, yeah, like we said, it should have just been that. Quad damage or whatever. Yeah. It would have been great, but... <laughs> so now we have the standoff it's switched back out of first person view um we've got the standoff of uh mccoy and rock and they're looking at each other <laughs> and the rock his hand starts kind of bursting out of his glove so he's starting yeah. to transform you see the mark on he's his got neck. The neck yeah the neck yeah, wound. he's got the demon hickey so you know that shit's about to go down <laughs> um and he's like i don't know for some reason um uh, what is his name? Reaper says, like, I've got about half a clip, and The Rock's like, I've got one round, and I don't remember if it was now or before then, but he says, Semper Fi, motherfucker. No, and I just, just lost it. it. Yeah, and then he busts through the glass and says, Semper Fi, motherfucker, and then my wife okay. goes, she goes, that's not what's... Because he says something when he's talking to... uh when, right, I think it's right after he kills the kid, and he explains what Semper Fi is. It's like uh, duty to the core or something like that. Mm-hmm. And my wife looks up. She goes, that's not what Semper Fi means. <laughs> uh, yeah, I gave up real quick on what they were trying to do with Marine, anything Marine-centric here. But um, so he has the BFG, but he fires one shot, and it doesn't do shit. So the BFG totally sort misses. of had one cool scene, but they totally did not use that as well as they could have. No. Um, and why was it blue? I don't know. I, I don't know. Because it wasn't the 9,000, maybe? Um, maybe. Yeah. It should have been the 10,000. <laughs> so then they drop their weapons and everything, and they decide to have a fist fight, human to demon, or superhuman to demon. Ridiculous. Just like in the game. Just you know like I mean, where you drop your weapons and boss. you do a nice demolition yeah. man style fist fight at the end. You know yeah. what I mean? Just uh, like dude, that. If he would have frozen, I would have fucking like, lost my shit. The one thing I do kind of like is how they slowly are turning the rock into like more of a demon. Like you'll see like little things. I guess, on. but explain to me how. Explain to me how that happens because obviously he became a superhuman instead of just a zombie. Hmm. Like, am I just not understanding it correctly? Like, do they still, like, even if uh, is a Hell Knight, like, super strong, but then he, is that what he was? He was turning into a Hell Knight? Yeah, that's what he, I got he, from it. He was but he wasn't into at that, he wasn't at the demon transformation stage. He just had the, the, the superhuman powers and all that shit. So what does that mean? Does Carl, that does, so maybe later Carl Urban turned into a Hell Knight in that elevator and just killed his sister. Eh. I mean, could be, but I, I think it meant that he's not a you know like he doesn't have that whatever fucking because he's evil gene in his yeah like yeah. the rock was was evil yeah basically it's yep. almost yeah like we said earlier it would have worked better but so yeah, if you're yeah. good it's going to make you a badass human but if you're yes. bad you're going to turn into a demon yes 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 black and white nothing in between um. <laughs> And even though Carl Urban said he did some really bad things, but whatever, yeah, I'll go with it. That didn't make any sense, yeah. That line didn't even need to be in there, but whatever. Um, they're punching the shit out of each other, throwing each other around. Um, and Reaper wraps the Rock's hand with a piece of um, um, 
railing Metal. or it's something. Like rebar or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a railing near the uh, whatever catwalk, wherever they are. I don't know. And the rock uses that against them and kind of makes uh, close to brass knuckles. I don't know. Um, he makes he makes the fucking thing that one of the guys from Kung Fu Hustle has is what mm. he turns it into. Oh, the rings around his arms. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is. Okay. Um. And so they're fighting each other more, and then uh, Reaper gets the idea to turn the warp goo transporter on, and he... Why wasn't it a gate? Why was it goo? I don't I don't know, dude. The budget? I don't know. They wanted to use some special effects here like, for no reason. They were like, look cool CG we got. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he turns that on, but the, the thing that the rock wrapped around his fist has stabbed through Reaper's hand, and Reaper wraps that around his hand while it is in his hand, and he uh, kind of he turns on the, the machine to cue the warp and pushes the rock towards it, but holds the rock in there just long enough. I thought he was trying to hold him in there to kill him and like let the warp finish and only half of him make it through, but instead he pulls his hand off the rock's uh, oh. glove thing, like and... And since he's got the healing power now, his hand's perfectly fine. The rock flies through the warp, and then he tosses a grenade in right after the rock uh, to finish him off. Um, so that was kind of cool, I thought, uh, on his part to think to do that. And then he gets in the elevator. He's holding his sister in his arms, and he says, we're almost home. And then the credits kick in with first-person view again. Oh. So. Um, Scotty, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Why? Okay, I was just making sure. Uh, uh, but, yeah, it was, like, again, like we said earlier, they even alluded to it, like, oh, man, you know, you make sure you're all the way through and all that shit. Like, it could have, they could have just did it like that. I don't know why they did They They could have had a setup and a payoff, and they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, it's, it's goofy, but. With all that said, like, I know I'm, I might be, like, it, there's many things wrong with the movie, but if you haven't seen the movie, I still say watch it. Like, yeah, I read it on mind. stars for like four bucks. So. What'd you say, oh, Sketch? Yeah, you yeah, cut off, Sketch. Oh. I, I, can't, I can't recommend anyone watch this, unless you got a podcast to do. You know what I mean? And, no, uh, I mean, no, if you like shitty movies, yes. I, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. It, like, it's not everyone... entertaining enough to be a shitty movie. I, to the, that's to you. I wholeheartedly like, I, disagree. There were parts where I actually had fun, like not fun, but I like I was like, okay, this movie, it's fine. Like it's a Saturday or it's a Sunday morning or Sunday Sunday afternoon. Sunday morning. Movie. Don't go to church. Watch this. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, but in lieu of going to church, socially distance yourself with Doom, two thousand five. That's right. Yeah, definitely. But man, I don't know. I because I'm all for like people should watch. We people should watch everything just to get their own opinion on it. But. I don't know, like, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Literally, it was fine. On, I don't mean to cut you off, but literally this movie would have been better if they got the virus and they all turned into little puppets, and this was called Puppet Master Semicolon Doom. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I my mean, God, they're turning into little puppets, and then they're like little puppets going around killing everybody. And then at the end, you get a giant puppet. Like, I mean, like, it's just, there's just nothing to it. Like, I mean, if you want to watch a shitty, fun movie, go watch Critters 3. You know, like this. Oh, is not... go fuck yourself on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, dude. no, you can go to hell on that one. That yeah. one, Critters three and four are garbage. I Much think more entertaining than Doom. 
Um, uh, I'm going to fully disagree with you on that. I've one. never seen, I, I in, really enjoy the first Critters, but I've... The first and, and second Critters are great. I, I think Critters 2, I can't remember, but I've not seen three or four. Critters um, 2 brought in the Critter Ball, so... <laughs> oh, God. I know they came out with a really shitty uh, uh, series, like a TV series, uh, recently, like last year. Yeah, that was on Chill or whatever, whatever that horror Sh- thing uh, is. Uh, Shudder. Shudder. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, but no, like, I, I think this is not a good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. For sure. Like, I think there are some uh, entertaining aspects to it. I will say, though, I think it's better than a 15 on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, oh, there, boy. If, if you, if you so, give something a 15, like, I I don't think there's, like, any redeeming or entertaining parts about that movie whatsoever. Like, I, I so I went into this movie thinking, okay, this is, like, a 15. I watched it, and I was like, I think it's better than that. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think it's a good movie. I, I certainly wouldn't say, you know, like you should go watch this movie, but uh, I think there are some aspects of it that, you know, are, are entertaining. If you want a dumb rock movie, um, you know, like that, this is it, I guess, you know, like, so here's the thing with video game adaptation. I say doom is above house of the dead. Yes. I will say that. Yeah. Um, but way <laughs> under like Mortal Kombat, and uh, I would say this is way under. Resident so you're saying it's better than every Uwe Boll movie. That is a that small we, yes. area you just tucked that <laughs> yes. movie in. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's it's not the worst. It's not the worst video game movie I've seen. No, that, yeah, definitely not. Yep. That, there, that, there's I more think things. We all agree on that, maybe. There's more things true uh, in this movie, true to the source material, than most video game movies get. Uh, credit for I don't know if that's what oh, I mean yeah. to say, but I forgot to say too. All of the key cards are the exact key cards from the games. Okay, um, I do have a couple of fun facts here. Uh, for instance, The Rock was offered the lead role of John Grimm, but chose the role of Sarge because he thought it was more interesting. Whatever. Okay. Um, the first-person shooter sequence took for about two weeks to shoot, like fourteen days almost to shoot. Phew. Um. Uh, oh, during the credits, when the cast members' names appear on the screen, the only ones not to be shot or blown up are the ones uh, who survived in the movie, which I thought was interesting. Um, and apparently there were two, quote-unquote, working BFGs created for the film, and The Rock kept both of them. Both of them. I wonder <laughs> if he still has those. Like, I would that, totally that would be... Because, I mean, the gun, the BFG always looks crazy. Like, what did you say, Scotty? It looks like a toaster. Yeah, it looks like a sideways toaster or something. Yeah, like, that thing looks cool. I wonder if he still has those. That would be a cool, like, movie memorabilia it's, it to have. It is or something. He's just, he doesn't know yeah, it, it is. It is Like, I was in this movie... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Probably forgot about it by now. Well, he also but... made fun of it. And, like, I just want to know where that fake handheld like Game Boy is today. Right. <laughs> oh, the, he was the motherfucker was playing Galaxian. Like it wasn't anything good. Like Game Boy, I just, just want to see that's, where is that's that. Twenty like, steps down it? from an end gauge, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I rocked that's literally the... in like two thousand nine. So. That's literally some shit your grandma got you at Woolworths when you wanted a Game Boy. And you're yeah. like, fuck, dude. It's just like grandma's like, I got you with your Game Boy. That was like, like one of my favorite grandma. parts. Because it's like, this is like so in, in the future, right? And But like, why would you make this old ass fucking thing? Maybe he's just like, he, he enjoys retro games. And he just got some old ass fucking... But nothing else came from that. I think that was the first like five minutes of the movie saying, oh, this is, remember, this is a movie about a video game. We got a video game. Stay with us, yeah. please. Um, when, when I saw that, I was like, oh, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
the uh, two other little tidbits here I thought were semi-interesting. The locker where the BFG is stored is designated IDKFA, which is the in-game oh, yeah. cheat code that will give the uh, the player all keys, full weapons, and ammo in Doom. Um, and then one last thing, um, when <clears throat> using the severed hand, uh, the rock hears it say, Welcome, Patricia Tallman. And I guess Patricia Tallman is actually, actually the actress who played in the 1990 remake of Night of the Living Dead, was the lead character who played Barbara. I thought that was a oh, random fact. Weird I knew, fact. I knew you were going to grab that fact. It's I, the remake, though. It's not the original. <laughs> Um, uh, I like the remake a lot, and I thought she was awesome in it. Oh yeah, I the remake is where they switch it to where the chick is the main like yeah, strong she's a person. Uh, right? Okay, yeah, I actually yeah, haven't she, seen the remake because awesome. in the OG, the Barbara character is just like a bumbling, like scared woman that eventually just gets killed. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, the lady in distress. But yeah, go watch the remake because it's certainly fucking worth it, man. It's it's a good movie. So and I, 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 I like, okay. I, this isn't a, no, this you're isn't fine. a living dead podcast, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Another time. Um, but so I actually did enjoy this movie overall. I thought that the, I, now if you're like me, I was going to say the average doom fan might dig this. Uh, but in terms of, I can't say the average resident evil fan would enjoy the resident evil film at all, but I oh. would say the average doom fan might be able to enjoy this cause it is actiony and it's fun. It's not funny. There's no like humor that gets you through the dumb parts, but I enjoyed it and I thought it was and watchable it, and I would watch it again. I'd be kind of curious to see the unedited version though. It sounds like it might be a little more yeah. painful as in too long winded. It's just like moves, an extra, it's just an extra, yeah, you get like an extra 10 minutes of like, Eh. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I did enjoy it uh, to a point because mm-hmm. I did recently just play. I played Doom One. I've been playing Doom Two. I played Doom 2016 recently. Doom Eternal. Like I'm just kind of like in a Doom mood right now. Right. That so was also why that's I was hoping... why I liked it. Yeah, that's Let why I wanted you, you on. That's why I wanted you on this episode, Corey, to as another Doom current Doom player. Yeah. So what were you going to say, Chris? I was going to ask you guys this. Um, I want each of you to answer. Uh, which movie stuck closer to its source material, oh, Doom or Resident Evil? Here he is stirring the pot, ladies and gentlemen. Because <laughs> you got to um, think about it. <clears throat> so both of these were kind of seen, I thought, as prequels. Um, if you replace Virus with Demon or whatever with hell Game, Game from or, Hell, yeah. then this would be closer to the source material. Uh, and also as a prequel, because that's kind of what Doom 3 was Doom 1 and 2 are just brainless corridor shooters, and those are fine. I enjoy those games. Doom 3 tried very much to do, like, what went Lower. down here? How And you find these pentagrams in, like, the middle of laboratories and stuff, and it's like, oh, they summoned things, and this is where it all went wrong, and now you're in the aftermath, which is what this movie, I think, was trying to do, but had no cohesion. Um, the Resident Evil movie, compared to the games, uh, was a flop from the start because they took what was a cinematic game and turned it into a zombie movie with barely zombies and sort of tits. I would say the second Resident Evil was more closer to like Resident Evil 2 a little bit more than the first one was, I guess. It tried to save itself by having homages to 2, 3, and Code Veronica. Um, I was going to say, I don't know why Nemesis was in 2, though, because Nemesis was in 3, whatever. <laughs> technically during 2 and all that garbage, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, we recently, yeah, and we talked so, about that recently, too. So uh, Doom, definitely Doom is my answer. Yeah, I'd probably go with that too. If like like Scotty said, if you replaced all the virus stuff with it's just straight up motherfucking demons, then it would have hit it pretty closely. But 
I'm still trying because I didn't I wasn't on the podcast for Resident Evil and so on, and I haven't watched that movie in a while, so I'm trying to remember things. And I'm just like, yeah, you don't need even to. as a kid, yeah, <laughs> even as a kid, I didn't play Resident Evil that much, but I watched that first movie, and then I later played Resident Evil One, and and I know I'm probably gonna upset Scotty with this, but I I, I thought I was like. I was like, where is Alice, like, in the games? Oh, like, no. And all that. And <laughs> oh, then I went no. back and saw I was like, oh, this is some bullshit that went down in this movie. Where okay, the question, the question, sh- the question you should have been asking was, why is Alice here? <laughs> uh, well, because well, I my first Resident Evil experience was more the movie than it was the games. Okay, now you're making me cry. I, look, I, look <laughs> if it tells you anything, I have redeemed myself, and I'm like, oh, those movies are garbage, and the games are great. Yeah, it's whatever. I don't. I'm I'm numb to them now. Uh, I, sort of. you know, like I maybe it's just because I enjoy shitty movies. So those those have a place in my heart. Like I know they're bad, and that's fine. Like they are charming in some way. You know, like there's an aspect to them that are entertaining. And maybe it's just because it's Michelle Rodriguez, which Gonna I say. think she should have been in this movie. And no, nope, here we go. Yep. She <laughs> Yeah, she. I, I. I would love to see that just like stereotypical Michelle Rodriguez character in this. You, there were no like tough like chicks in this movie, like you have in a lot of other sci-fi like movies and stuff. You had the one doctor, but she didn't really do anything. And so I would have. I would have liked to see Michelle Rodriguez do her thing here. So what you're telling me is you just would need to go watch Aliens. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if you're going to tell, ask how me, dare like, you? Would, should I would I recommend people watch more Doom or? Aliens. I would probably pick Doom. Just kidding. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even say that uh, confidently. He couldn't even say know, it with a straight face. <laughs> with a straight like, audio face. I would, I would, uh, yeah, God, I would, yeah. I'm gonna I would pick, pick the, uh, the Doom. Doom. I, I, I think the Doom. Yeah. So there's also uh, a new Doom movie that came out like a year Great. ago. Did you guys see? Oh, yeah. the, Annihilation? That, and Doom Annihilation. Um, I did not see it. I've not watched it yet either. But Let's I'm just wondering. Quick. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to be like I, I saw it. I think it got better reviews than this one, but probably not much. Uh, it's a 3.6 on IMDb. Yeah. Um, is it real time? Is it real time? Oh, it's supposed is to it, be in a reboot. Is it live action or is it a what? I think it's live action. It is live action. Okay, yeah, I finally found some screenshots of it. I am curious about this. Oh, wow, I'm curious about this now. I'm going to send you guys this screenshot real quick in the Sideshow chat. Um, Take a look at that. I want to see this movie. (laughs) It's at least green. At least that explosion is green. Yeah. I think there's demons in this one, though. Oh, shut your mouth. I mean, we're already going, you know, like we're, we're doing better, right? Who, Better is, is a familiar? liquid term on this podcast. I haven't podcast. seen anything, um, anything about this though. Amy so, Manson, let me look her up. So, uh, Chris, you ha- we have started the toilet bowl rating system. Ooh, yeah. How? What is it out of? Is it out of five? Is it out of ten? I haven't been on it's here. Out of five. It's out of five. Yep. Okay. So, similar to his name, Uwe Boll, since he has set the standard for many a journey that we've t- taken ourselves upon here how to enjoy together um we are going with the toilet bowl rating system now so out of five we'll go around the table here uh we'll start with sketch i think we all kind of have an idea but sketch <laughs> out of five how many bowls would you give this movie <laughs> can't even 
Because <laughs> uh, you gave okay, wait, we we did what was the last movie we did? We did um, Blood Rain. Blood Rain. Blood Rain. And I think you gave it what a what a, a, a one or a two. I think you gave it a sure, two, right? Sure, why not? Sure. And two. so compare this <laughs> to Blood Rain. Yeah. Yeah, because you know it's gonna make one bowl is gonna make a big difference one way or the other. It can make all the difference. <laughs> That's what I think. Especially when we aggregate our our uh, our review scores and we combine them to find the average. Yep, that's what we're gonna do on our website dedicated <laughs> to this podcast in the future for sure. Yeah. Sketch if it gives you any consolation. I'm probably gonna give this a two, so you're probably gonna go one or go lower than I am. <clears throat> I don't know if Sketch is even going to give it any heads. It can have no balls. I, I'll get, why not? You know what? Fuck it. Just, it's five. It's worth five balls, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Put that man at zero. Oh, I, what do I know? What no balls about it. Zero. No balls. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, what do you think, Chris? Um, I also give it a two. Give it a two. And, Corey, you said a two? I'd, I'd give it a two. Okay. I would give it a strong three because I enjoyed this movie and I oh, wow. can't believe I'm saying that, but I actually had fun watching it and found myself smiling most of the time. Um, and yes, part of it had to do with the actors kind of leaning into stuff that they didn't need to. Um, I don't know. It's like a budget alien garbage ride. I don't know, man. Between a two and a three, that's a that's you gave this movie a 60 percent, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in some schools that's passing. I gave it a hundred percent. I thought it was the greatest movie ever made. I love this movie. I can't. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna have this movie playing on repeat at my funeral one day. You know what I mean? Around the headstone. Uh, All that doom. Yeah, and I hope everyone goes to Universal whatever the fuck dot com. You know, because that was <laughs> what was that? I'd love to go to Universal whatever. I mean, you could look it up. You know, com. like someone sitting in the theater going, you know, I've never, I've never heard of this Universal. You know, I'm glad they put that up there. I'm gonna maybe this they, is a child's first a movie. More, maybe they made a few more of these motion pictures. You know, <laughs> Universal is that like uh, is that like Bad Robot? I don't know. <laughs> What is the – do we remember the website at all that it was? It was www.universalsomething.com. I don't know what else was with it. God damn it. Um, I'm going to have to find it because I'm very curious. I could. That's it how effective bit. it was. We all watched it this morning. We completely yeah. – like, Hell yeah. yeah you know I mean? He's right. Like, he's right. Yeah. Um, we remembered a little bit. That was it. Good shit. Um, oh, fucking hell. Apparently I don't remember I'm my own password. I'm just sad because I think this – this – there is a good movie that that could be based on Doom. You know what I mean? Yes, like there is, there is. I mean, shit, we came up with one that was so much better than <laughs> this one just now. Yeah, that's the most disappointing thing. Is like this could have been a franchise that that would have launched. You know, and kind of like what Sketch was saying is that like you know like there was a bunch of other franchises that launched around the same time, and if they just would have, you know, like done some right things with it and taken more care of it. And then, you know, like who's to say, like if Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright, you know, had a chance to actually <laughs> like do this, like it would have been a completely different movie. And, and I'm not sure if, if, if it would be like a great movie, but I think it would have been a more entertaining movie. Humorous um, a little sure. bit. Right. Yeah. And I think it would have been a smarter movie because they, they know how to take care of like these types of, uh, you know, like franchises and stuff. So I, right. I just, I, I think it would have been much better. It's a shame that they didn't do it. Um, and Justice. I don't know, man. It's I, I would love to see 
them take another crack at a doom with like a big budget one of these days because I, I think there's I don't something know. what was the budget on this annihilation one because if it had a big budget and it tanked then they're not going to be touching doom for a movie in a while well i mean the only thing the only maybe saving grace is that like that the new doom game came out and it sold yeah. a billion copies and so... <laughs> you know the kids are playing the doom game and all that yep <laughs> Oh I thought you were going to go into like a Bill Cosby. Thing right That's kind of what it was. <laughs> oh man! Okay. So is... no, I yeah, I do agree. I think there is a move, a good movie in the Doom franchise. Like being able to do some something. Uh, do I think anyone will? I doubt it. I hope there's a really good fan. Maybe there's some good fan stuff out there, but I don't know. It's kind of like when we were doing the Mortal Kombat discussion and stuff too, where we were like. There's some fan stuff out there that's kind of all right, but like we would just like to see another like something good come from it. Oh, yeah. it's literally UniversalStudios.com. That's disappointing. Oh, is that all it is? I thought it was going to be like backslash Doom or whatever, but nope. So, oh well. Um, yeah. AOL so, keyword Doom. Yeah, aim or no? Yeah, AOL. You're right. Um, yeah, so do we have another movie idea at all for the next thing? Does anybody have anything? We haven't talked about it at all. I mean, apparently I got the Doom on the roster, and I had just, like, said it in passing, so I didn't know about that. Uh, Chris thought of it because it was more relevant than Blood Rain, but thought about it after the fact, so it (laughs) was initially going to be last week, but, um, you know, I can look at our, oh, maybe I can't look at our docket here. Where's the pinned thing? Um, we can figure it out later. I just thought if we wanted to have something yeah. well, suggested. Scotty, it's been a while since you've picked something, so. Um... I mean, I was going to suggest something fun and have the Sonic OVA uh, to have something light, lighthearted and upbeat. Um, that anime Sonic type yeah, movie. I've, I've recently watched that in the English and the Japanese version. So. Look at you, pro. That means you're hosting <laughs> next episode, right? I'm not hosting shit. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys want to do that one, we can do that one. What if, any? Unless anybody has any other ideas for the next uh, well, movie. Well, I was about to say, how about you, listeners? Why don't you contact us and let us know? Yeah, well, speaking of, we did forget, and by that, I mean I forgot to ask for responses to the listeners about this movie, their memories, opinions, etc. So I apologize for that. But you can still let us know uh, whenever we post this, wherever you uh, see see podcasts. Well, yeah, we do actually upload these on YouTube. So wherever you hear this, feel free to let us know your thoughts on the movie, how many bowls you give it out of five. Um, And uh, unless we say otherwise, I guess we'll watch the Sonic OVA next time. Um, so that's gonna just about do it. This has been the Sideshow, where we talk about all kinds of fun stuff, and I've had Chris and Sketch and Corey with me today, but for now, we're up, over, and gone. See ya! See you later. <laughs>